In 1983, Pope John Paul II changed the way saints were declared in the Roman Catholic Church. His goal was to make the process quicker, sensing a need to raise up modern saints, saints that were alive during our lifetimes, saints you and I know like Mother Teresa and Oscar Romero. His reason for changing and shortening the process for sainthood it said he wanted to humanize saints. If I were to ask you to think about a saint for a second, you'd probably think of someone who is old, someone who is always smiling, someone who only speaks in gentle words, and perhaps someone who is a little bit of a recluse, hiding in a chapel most of the day to be a person of prayer. And of course, this saint is someone who you'd never see smoking, drinking, yelling, or cracking a joke, aka one of the most boring and unrelatable people you'd ever meet in your life. <laughs> and Pope John Paul II wanted to change all of this. He wanted to drop the average time from when someone died until their canonization from a whopping average 181 years down to about 20 or 30 years. But along with this came a risk, the risk of people being alive who actually knew the saint. <laughs> Imagine that, a saintly nun who might have also had a bit of a temper, a pious bishop who fought for people's rights and who always ate the whole box of cookies in the middle of the night when everyone else was asleep and a devoted social worker who relentlessly helped the poor and those in need, who also cursed like a trucker and smoked like a chimney. Could the church really bestow upon such a seemingly incompatible dichotomy of saint and sinner all rolled up into one, the title of blessed? Yes, Pope John Paul II declared, yes, we can. As a church, we do this because what makes a saint is not living perfectly in a sterile environment. It's plunging into the messiness of this world like a scuba diver, resurfacing with a treasure chest in hand, the gift of something sanctified to unveil and to share with the world. Next week at Diocesan Convention, will be voting on a resolution to add 11 new saints to our church calendar. Perhaps you've heard of them, the Philadelphia 11, a group of women who in 1974 were ordained to the priesthood. The situation was a messy one though. In 1970, the first resolution to allow women to be ordained to the priesthood and to the episcopate was brought forward to general convention, but it did not have enough votes to pass. So in 1973, at the next general convention, they brought forward the resolution once again, only to have it fail by a slight and narrow margin. But in 1974, the Holy Spirit plunged into the messiness of the situation, gathering 11 women and three bishops at the Church of the Advocate in Philadelphia. The church rules said that their ordination could not happen, but the Holy Spirit said, 
yes, it really needs to happen. And so that morning, 11 new priests resurfaced from the messiness, opening a window of fresh air for the church to breathe and unleashing the gift of women in ordained ministry within our denomination. Rule breakers, you bet. Saints, you better believe that too. And that's the very messy Anglican both and that we're all saints and we're all sinners. What made these 11 women and these three bishops saintly is the two things that have united every saint throughout the generations. First, a belief in the hope that Christ can make all things new. And second, the simple act of saying, here I am hope and availing oneself to the grace of the Holy Spirit are the only two catalysts needed to be imbued with the crown of a saint. Shattered is the notion that a saint is someone who is holy and capable. If that were the case, our calendar of commemorations would be frighteningly empty. God works with the available, not with the able. So instead, our calendar is replete with messy people who with God's help entered into messy situations and who emerged as messy saints, people far from perfect, yet definitively one of the rays of Christ's glorious radiance. In just a few moments, we will all get to watch a saint in the making. Grace's family will perform the simple act of saying, here I am, as they say, we present grace to receive the sacrament of baptism. That's checkbox one for the qualification of a saint. <laughs> then they will take vows for the second qualification of a saint. They will make sacred promises to instill in grace the hope that Christ can make all things new. It's not a silly promise, nor is it a naive one. We are all well aware that things are messy in this world right now. Really, really messy. But these are the moments saints are made for. So as she's throwing soggy Cheerios at your face and screaming at the top of her lungs in the middle of the night, never forget there hasn't been a saint in the world who didn't do that too. <laughs> it's the messy lives of messy saints, something we're all called to.